0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to Kiss Me I'm Psychic, the Psychic View. I am Christine Corda, your host. It is Saturday, April 9th, 2011, and I was taken aback a bit. I thought that there was going to be a little musical intro, however there was not. Um and I want to say hello and welcome to everyone who's listening. Thank you for listening. We're glad to be here again tonight. have another wonderful show for you. I believe that my co-host Dale Roos is here.
1: Yes, I am. How are you, Chris?
0: Good. How are you doing, Dale? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. So, you never know what Blog Talk Radio is going to do. <laughs> it seems to me that uh, it just does what it wants to do. Anyway, we welcome one and all here tonight, and thank you for listening. And in case you can't get enough of us, because most people cannot, we will be on again tomorrow on ZtalkRadio.com at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you want to go over there to ZtalkRadio.com, you can have a chat with us or give us a call. Um, We might just do an hour show tomorrow because... uh, to be honest with you, unless I'm doing readings or unless I have a guest, the two hours is extremely long and we get very boring. And I actually, I, I get bored. Dale gets all upset. You know, it's very hard for him.
2: But yeah. um, And if you it's like
0: cool. to... <laughs> I'm just teasing you. And if you'd I like don't. to learn more about me or Dale, you can do so at PeacefulReadings.com. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at Corda at Live.com.
2: And incidentally,
0: last week we were supposed to have Dr. Rita Louise. Uh She was on the schedule, and if any of you, I hope, were listening, um, we had a lot of listeners last week. It seems to happen, the more listeners we have, um, <laughs> the more technical glitches that Blog Talk Radio commits. They did email me, Blog Talk Radio emailed me, and told me that there was some technical issues on their end that occurred that made it impossible for me to get on the phone with her. So, you know, a little like like half a month or, or a week's, you know, due for what I pay for the month to be on Blog Talk Radio would be good. If they had to give you money back for every time that happened, my goodness, they would be more alert to the technical issues, wouldn't they? They'd be paying you. They would be paying us. This is Correct. I just want to make a quick announcement and then we're going to get to our guest. I know that he's holding in the queue, but I don't, you know, I'm 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 like leery of even touching anything because I'm waiting for, last week it was just click, 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 click. I couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't get a hold of my listeners and it was just awful. So if you go to ztalkradio.com, we do have a show over there. And it is more, not quite perfect, but it is more technically uh, stable than it is. At least you have more people you can talk to over there um in terms of the you know you can email the, the station owner and all that. I just wanted to make a little bit of announcement and then we'll get to the show. Um we don't live in North Carolina and it's good that I know that because it means I'm on top of everything. But you know, any of you and myself, I'm very, very dependent on natural health, alternative medicine. Um I swear by herbs, uh you know the, the holistic type holistic practices unfortunately in North carolina medical uh licensing a medical licensing bill is due for a vote and this was on April fifth i'm not you know i think that they they did um uh delay it, but what they were going to do was they were voting on a bill that would make the unlicensed and unregistered practice of quote medicine or surgery a felony, so what they're doing is they're attacking. Um, domestic, uh, you know, family remedies, you know, midwifery, or is it midwifery, I don't know, chiropractic, um, nutritionists, acupuncturists, all, you know, holistic medicine practitioners of that type. And while we're not in North Carolina and while, you know,
2: it certainly isn't
0: affecting us yet, this is just, to me, this is just the start of something they don't have their proverbial greedy hand enough in alternative medicine, and that's why they're doing this. I can't think of any other reason. because I don't think that they care about us, you know, no. and I think no. that it's because they're trying to get money. They can't get money. They can't prescribe things for us, so, you know, they can't look it. over our shoulders. Well, I'm well, sorry? They can't yeah. control. Yeah, so... Yeah. And,
2: and
0: so if if you go just over to a, what I'm looking at, uh,
2: this is going to be a just gift. another infringement infringement and and of our on our civil on our liberties, and mm-hmm. you know, oh, don't even get me started. Well, I, I'll
0: I'll get started because I take a lot of herbs. I take a lot of herbs that have really really helped me, helps me lose weight, helps me with my pain, helps me you know helped me with everything, and I really but, think that it's about time that all of us and it's not just because you know, I'm anti-government or whatever, we need to just stand up for ourselves. And this is something that we just don't need. Okay, yeah, if you want to be careful, you be careful. And, you know, monitoring a person who's practicing so-called medicine is fine. But this is making it criminal, okay? So if you go to, um, let's see what it is, the Alliance, just Google the Alliance for Natural Health USA or, God, I'm not good with these, www a-n-h forward slash usa dot org you can see where you can read on that and you can actually um, you know talk to your congressman especially if you're in North Carolina but even if you're not and I know that as of a couple of days ago they were not even there they were hanging up on people because people had just are sick and tired of it so yay for us and hopefully I know that they did delay the whole thing and I haven't found anything yet because I've been like swamped and totally busy Hopefully they just knocked it out of there. Um, Anyway, tonight we will be talking with Dr. William Lester, and he is the author of JFK, The New Frontier, and he's also written written extensively on a variety of subjects, ranging from American history, which is not one of my best things, and also the UFO phenomenon. He has written uh, Star Messiah, Children of the Night, Dimension X, Victory or Death, The Alamo and the Texas Revolution, which we are going to get for Dale, and, of course, his newest book, JFK and the New Frontier. I think it's his newest book. Um, and I really, you know, it's, it's an interesting, interesting, intriguing subject. You know, there's so much stuff written about that. I have never myself, literally, I've never heard about the UFO connection with J and JFK. Um, he is the founder and president of the American Institute of Metaphysics, which is a research and educational organization that can be found at www.instituteofmetaphysics.com, and I have posted these in chat. Um, He is the host of the Shadowland Radio Show and Yester Groove uh, on GameCon Radio Network. Uh, The book we will be discussing tonight is JFK, The New Frontier, which is available at jfkennedybook.com, and I'm going to go ahead and put that in chat. Um, so you can go ahead and and uh, and buy the book because it's very interesting. Um, let me find chat. And let, there's the link. Oh, that didn't come out right. Well, I'll do that again. And I'm just going to go ahead and say hello to Doctor Lester. Hello. Oh gosh, help me. Here we are. Hello. Hi Thank you so much for being on the show tonight.
2: It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I just was posting your your websites in the in the uh, chat room. So oh, good. you. Thank you. There and, and see all your you're very busy. You have a lot of websites, a lot of things you're doing. I see
2: a lot of things going on, and um, I, uh, it, 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 you know, I, I guess you know you learn how to multitask and uh, and learn how to take deep breaths.
0: Right, yeah, I'm, I'm serious because I'm over here trying to put all these things in the chat room. and I'm thinking I have one website and I have enough pr- trouble with one, you know.
2: No, I totally understand.
0: Yeah, but we'll get your, we'll get your contact information out there. So so you're you're quite the author here. I'm 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 very impressed. I have to say, uh, the Alamo and then you know JFK. Now, you, is this the second book you've written on JFK?
2: No, this is the, this is the first on JFK. Uh, I have. I have uh, included some JFK anecdotes in some other books. Okay. Uh, But this is the first one that, you know, exclusively uh, deals with him.
0: And why the interest, if you don't mind me asking?
2: Well, yes, uh, absolutely. Well, uh, a general interest in history, first of all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's very interesting because of the household... And the community, I guess, that I grew up in. Okay. Uh, my parents were college students when Kennedy became president. Okay. And so they kind of came, you know, uh, came along right in the heyday of that of that time period, and and so they saw all of those things: the missile crisis, the segregation. Uh, the, the Bay of Pigs, the assassination, et cetera, all of all of those events, and of course, that has a very formative impact on someone. And, and so, as I was growing up, uh, I heard all of these stories
1: mm-hmm.
2: about about the the anxiety over the missile crisis, about uh, how uh, they pushed through. On some of the civil rights legislation, trying to integrate the University of Mississippi, and all of these things, all of these anecdotes I heard growing up,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, it was very impactful. And uh, you know, you just came away with a, a feeling of wow, this was really a significant time and place. Yeah, and and you know, and, and it can't you can't help but have an effect on you. And yeah. uh, I remember in my grandmother's house in my great grandmother's house. In both of my grand and my other grandmother's house there were photographs of Robert Kennedy and, and President Kennedy and Martin Luther King. There were you know, and you just go from house to house and they were there, right? <laughs> and well,
0: Yeah, my parents were my I'm half Irish, so every Irish house I went in had Kennedy. It didn't even matter if they they liked him or not. They sat him on the wall, you
2: know. They they liked him enough to have him up there, right? You know yeah, he was very influential.
0: no doubt
2: about so, that. So, you know, as I as I um you know, I, I always intended to do a Kennedy book, you know, and let's say well I wanted to do a, a a short story book or do a UFO book and I, I gotta get to Kennedy. And it was really one of those things where this was kind of like fulfilling you know, one of the things I just intended to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's,
0: that's, yeah, that, that's a that's a good enough reason for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so wh- where do you get, if you explore some of the things like uh, LBJ, life um, sure. will say that he was, you know, he was involved in the assassination. Then there's people who mm-hmm. think that the UFOs, because he had information that he had a visitation, had a close mm-hmm. encounter, maybe that's why they did it. I was reading earlier today and, and several other times that maybe the Mafia is that, can mm-hmm. I even say that anymore had something sure. to do with it where do you get your information from to write a book you know your books are very accurate
1: mm-hmm. where do you
2: get your information from well as you know that's that's a great question uh, you, uh, you have to remember uh, a lot there's a lot more of this stuff that's that's out there than most people realize okay
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh and what what happens is this you know if historians and people who do this kind of research all the time just kind of know this stuff and it's just they know where to go get it, and there's archives and of course there's presidential libraries, you know for example, here in Atlanta, we have the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library, mm-hmm. okay. You'd be surprised how much JFK stuff there is. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. There's there's a lot of things there. Um, And then over the years, you know, it's been 50 years since he took office, and uh, there have been a lot of documents that have been uh, declassified. And then there are other aspects of his his career uh, that, well, quite frankly, you know, if they're not sexy, a lot of people just kind of gloss over them. Uh, and so it's it's. I always tell people this is not something that's a secret. It's just sort of something that's been floating out there, and you know, very few people, if any, have kind of collated it and kind of put it together. You know, in book form, I mean, you know, there have been books about the assassination. There have been books about, uh, you know, his his time in the Navy, and there have been books about the missile crisis and and uh but I thought this would be a catch all book, and I wanted to uh include the u f o aspect of it because uh we can now say with one hundred percent certainty that it was a part of his legacy as president really oh absolutely
0: okay yeah i you know admittedly i've I've never actually heard that aspect of it, probably somewhere along the line. I'm hearing all different things um, now. Would you base this? I know I was reading about that that Bill Holden, and then they kind of discounted him. But there was that other man, and I I know he was a. Uh, a help me out here. It's been a long day. He did the interview in like 1998 for that television show. I don't want. I don't know if I should mention the show. Um, That's okay. He he actually did talk to both Robert and and uh, John Kennedy about
2: the you know the UFOs. well the uh, yes uh there was the 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 maxwell hunter uh yeah. i guess you'd call white paper uh and now now and and here's what's here here's what's critical uh hunter uh, was essentially advising kennedy and l b j on uh space policy in other words what was going to be the U.S. policy on space, okay? And uh, this was the guy who was advising them. Uh, And, uh, you know, he went very deep into conversations about extraterrestrial life uh, and, you know, what our policy would be, you know, when and if we encounter extraterrestrial life. But before you even get to that, Mm -hmm. we have the CIA and the NASA memos uh which of course are now declassified and you know it's always interesting uh because i don't i don't engage anymore in the debate about whether or not u f o s are real
1: right. okay in my
2: mind in my mind we're past that okay uh because you know for example uh the largest the largest uh comprehensive study on u f o s uh, uh, special Report 14 was done by the Air Force, who concluded that nearly 20 percent of their of their cases were classified as unknown, and the most likely explanation was vehicles of extraterrestrial origin. Now, that's not me making that claim; that's your Air Force.
1: Yeah, hmm. right.
2: So, no matter what you think about UFOs, the United States Air Force damn sure believes in them. Okay. So, you know, it's we shouldn't we shouldn't uh get distracted by the argument as to whether or not they're real. Uh right. so uh there are a series of memos as I said declassified. Uh in 1963, uh one is from President Kennedy to NASA, the Director of NASA. Okay. And essentially what he's saying is this. I'm concerned that the Soviets are going to see these UFOs, hmm. and and they're going, to, they're going to think that it's us uh, being provocative. And I am trying to reassure Chairman Khrushchev that it's not us, and, you know, we don't know what it is, but it's not us, so don't let this turn into a kind of confrontational thing. Okay? So you can help me you can help me by giving me all of your UFO files. Because as president, I should have I should have you know, it should fall under my purview anyway. Which I think is correct constitutionally. Hmm. Uh yeah, absolutely. Uh now there's a similar memo. To the CIA uh, Essentially Saying the same thing Look I'm the president And I need to have jurisdiction Over all of this information So I need all of the UFO files by And the date is interesting Because it's January 1964 Okay Wow Uh, The last of Yes The last of these memos Is dated Exactly two weeks Before the assassination Wow Wow Okay. That's a- now, uh, so there's all kinds of questions, all kinds of implications. But what do we know for certain? Number one, we know that President Kennedy was aware of the UFO reality. Number two, we know that he wanted to, as much as he could, bring all of the information under the under the auspices of the executive branch. Okay. Uh, and that brings it closer To the word everybody likes to use Disclosure Yeah You see uh, And so that is why This whole kind of idea is so fascinating uh, uh, And and uh, uh, You know who knows Where this might have gone Yeah Okay uh, As I said uh, the I believe the last memo was dated November 12th of 1963. And you must remember that in the summer and fall of 1963, Kennedy's approval rating was approaching 80%. Wow. Okay. A- exactly. Uh, and a second term was basically a fait accompli. You know they would have to go through the motions of an election, but it was it would be a done deal, right? Um. Uh. And uh, so who knows with a second term, a second term would have taken Kennedy into nineteen sixty
1: eight. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
2: So do you
0: actually think that, uh, you know, do you, just to tell our listeners, do you actually think that it was solely due to his, um. Why do you think he was assassinated? If in fact he was assassinated by, uh, you know, an inner working, you know, the somebody in the in the same office as of him, you know, because there's well, so many things about that, and yeah, I can't why any assassinate him over him having contact with UFOs. That can't be the
2: only thing. No, no, of course not. And now, uh, uh, now there is no doubt that he was the victim of a conspiracy, right. There's, I mean, I don't think there's any credible person out there who's pushing Lee Harvey Oswald off on us anymore. No. Uh,
1: uh,
2: but the, the, this issue was, of course, not the sole issue. Of course not. Uh, I think it was an issue. And I think that it was a significant issue by virtue of the fact of how little it was spoken of. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think yeah. the really big things are the things that hardly ever get talked about. Okay. I think his I think his approach uh you know making the making the statement that he was going to quote bust the CIA, CIA up into a thousand pieces. Mhm. Uh I because they basically led him down a garden path with the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. And they and and, and they and they they misinformed him every chance they got uh and um i think that his uh his 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 position on the uh federal reserve and the treasury department was an issue i think that his uh his inevitable his inevitable positioning on civil rights Was an issue Uh, And you know because you can't lose sight of the fact That uh, part of the way He won office He won the office Was from those southern democrats Mm -hmm. Who who at the time were called Dixiecrats (laughs) And You know they elected him or they supported him With the understanding that he would not Go whole hog On civil rights Yeah but he did Uh, But he he was, you know, I think that in terms of civil rights, I think Kennedy's hand was forced. I think that, you know, in light of the violence, in light of the clear violation of constitutional law, you know, he was bound by his oath to enforce the law. For God's sakes, your brother's the attorney general.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree with that. You know, so um, I, 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 think, I think those things, uh and perhaps things that we might not ever know about, I think those things were you kind of piled up and and um uh that that's what led to it but uh uh so there were a number of issues. I think his reticence uh on uh not allowing the joint chiefs to manipulate him uh towards a heavier commitment in Vietnam was an issue because of course, Lyndon Johnson didn't even bat an eye. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I think all of these things uh, kind of created a you know kind of crescendoed. Uh, and
0: uh, no, he had several things going. He had he had made several enemies, not just with yes. one, but with a combination of things. In your opinion, Doctor Lester, what do you think? And and this is something that I've always thought of, and I I know that it's probably silly to say this, but I think back to Lincoln. Not that I was well, alive back. But you know what would have happened if he been you know been alive, stayed alive, and what would have happened if Kennedy had not been assassinated? Because I, in my belief, something really people just didn't want him around, and there probably would have been a and then his brother, of course, you know, there probably would have been a huge change. Can you comment on that? What do you think if he had, yes. if he had been assassinated?
2: Yes, I I I agree with you. I I I think that Kennedy's assassination was the linchpin event of the 20th century.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and now now there there are people who get incredibly angry when I go through this commentary because it it, it kind of encroaches on some of their personal political beliefs.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but I think that uh, there are certain things that are objective realities. Uh, Separate and apart from what you believe personally Okay Uh, And I'll lay it out this way He wins a second term uh, Without question Uh, Which again Takes him into 1968 It is arguable But I think likely That you don't see the U.S. involvement In Vietnam To the level that You end up losing 59,000 men
1: Yeah Right Okay
2: there is a possibility, and I dare say a probability, that Robert Kennedy becomes president in
0: 1968.
2: Yeah, okay. And let us extrapolate that he serves two terms, which takes us up to what, 1976? hmm Yeah. Imagine, then, uh, that there is no Watergate, no Nixon. <laughs> oh, I can imagine that. No Gerald Ford. Arguably, in 1980, there is no Ronald Reagan. There is no October surprise.
1: Huh.
2: Therefore, there is no George Bush I. There is no Desert Storm. There is no Iran Contra. Therefore, there is no George Bush second. No 9-11. No Iraqi War. No, and so you see, and I'm I'm extrapolating, of course, but I think these are all logical extrapolations. Yeah, I, I yeah. tend to agree with you on that. So the mean, last 40 years would have been a lot different.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so
2: yeah, and when you think about that, yeah, I'm sorry to... Uh, no, no. But if, I, you, I if you think about that, and of course, the way I laid it out would make our conservative friends uncomfortable. <laughs> but uh, you know, I fear that that you know that that's that's just that is just my uh, you know kind of idea of what it would have. I remember my father saying, uh, "This country would have been a lot different if he had lived." He said, "He said he must have said that a hundred times."
1: Yeah, so I.
2: That's, um, that's my little scenario. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with
0: it. I, you know, I was reading a little bit. Uh, about uh, about this, and you know you hear so much about it, there's all these specials, especially in november you're you know you're just you're bombarded with specials <laughs> but i but I was reading about uh, bush Bush senior mm-hmm. and where he was when this happened and um I found that very interesting i, I really did i don't I don't really miss <laughs> getting get involved with with all of this type of things, but i you know the the way that things go. And the way that people have their hands in things, and in our business, oh, sure. you know, talking about the, you know, I I think that, and this is just my theory, and Dale's going to laugh because he knows I can't stand Nixon, never could, but I think Nixon, um, had something, something going on there. There was just something with Nixon and something with Bush. But what about
2: LBJ? Well, I was about to say I would give a, I would look a lot, I, I you know what? And again, this will make some of our friends upset. I just don't think Nixon was smart enough. <laughs> um Touche. Uh I I am really I think I think Nixon was a was a as an adept politician, but he was not one of our great thinkers. Yeah, no. I agree with you there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so now on the other hand LBJ had a, had a had a different kind of intelligence. You know, he could not find Vietnam on a map. <laughs> but in terms of the way Washington worked There was no better operator uh, Now, of course the Johnson people When you talk about this kind of thing The Johnsons, their heads catch on fire Okay, <laughs> uh, But we all know a couple of things Number one Lyndon Johnson didn't want anything more than being president of the United States. That's what he wanted most of all. Yeah. Right. Uh, Number two, he to say that he disliked Robert Kennedy would be an understatement. Uh, President Kennedy had a very warm and cordial relationship with LBJ but LBJ and Robert Kennedy hated each other. Uh and 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 they did not even try to hide it. Uh I think the only person that Robert Kennedy disliked more than Johnson was Hoover. Uh oh, but but um, for all the obvious reasons. Um, but uh there's a photograph in my book that uh, I, I I label the photograph the wink quote unquote the wink
1: hmm.
2: and in this photograph they're aboard Air Force One and you've seen the photograph of him being sworn in
1: yeah
2: right Jackie's standing there her with blood dripping off of her like jacket yeah. very traumatic photograph well that photograph is taken from a series of photographs and it's a series of photographs that's rarely been seen. Hmm. One of the photographs in the sequence shows uh, Lyndon Johnson uh, looking over his shoulder uh, to uh, another individual. Uh, and this individual who is looking at yeah. Johnson is winking. Oh, I've, I've seen that. And it's, seen I believe it's it's Congressman Albert Thomas. Yeah, I've seen it, actually. I, I've seen oh, you've it. You've seen the picture. Okay, and, 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 okay, so you, let, let's put this in the proper context. Hmm. You're on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. You're standing between your wife and the wife of the slain president. Yeah. And you're looking over your shoulder and catching a wink. Yeah, I know. I know. I've seen it. One of your... Okay, and it's it's horrifying. It's despicable is what it is.
1: Yes. Oh yes.
2: I mean and, and the implications are just too horrific to contemplate. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh
2: and so now does, am I saying that Lyndon Johnson was the was the brainiac behind this? No. I'm saying he's giving this guy a a, a, a wink and a nod Mm-hmm. And uh, saying, "Oh well, you know, now the coast is clear." Mm. And yeah. so, you know, so it, it doesn't look good for him there.
0: Wow. No, it it did not No, it's it, it's totally inappropriate, and um, it's yeah. I, I agree. I've seen the picture. I just pulled it up on Google, which doesn't do anybody else any really good. But if you if you Google it, uh, you can you can find it on Google. It's just despicable. I mean, even if he was just talking to somebody or whatever.
1: You're
2: standing there has so, well, her husband's blood all over it's not, you know, it's cr- it's uh, it's outrageous it's, and it's and it's not even one of those kind of things where you can say well not you don't you don't see what you think you see, <laughs> <laughs> was, no, no. Right? that guy's giving him a full bust out wink.
0: Yeah, and how they caught that on the on the picture is amazing to me
2: because his well, eyes. What, what, eye what, what it was was that the the the, the photographer uh, was. Of uh, course, I don't know anything about photography, and now I'm going to probably say something ridiculous. But the photographer was shooting a series, and you know, they're going to click, 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 click like that,
1: right? right.
2: And it was, you know, it, so he just all caught it. He just caught it, and there were probably other cameras going off inside the uh, cabin there. Yeah. Uh, for for the sake of posterity. Um. But uh that was a very unfortunate frame there.
0: For him,
1: yeah. Yeah, for him. Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, thing
0: that gets me is that it, it doesn't even matter because they just go on they just go on anyway. I mean they'll do things they'll do things and clearly, you know, we can we we can find the truth for ourselves and especially now with the internet and everything that they're trying to control again, you know, but then they just go go ahead. They just go ahead and they, they keep on the
2: Facade That's what it is They keep on the facade And uh, Well yes I mean it, It's amazing That you know Here we are uh, 47 48 years After the assassination And it, it's It's so It's it's almost like We live in a surreal Kind mm-hmm. of Twilight zone Universe Where After all this time We still Have uh, We have this Official Fiction Yeah it's the, the the fiction of officialdom. Yeah, and we're all supposed to just kind of acknowledge to each other that yes, the official story is none of us believe it, of course, but for official purposes, this is the story. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it, it's almost surreal that in almost every event, whether it's think about this, think about m l k think about Roswell or Robert Kennedy or nine eleven or this or that, or you know every one of those is propped up by an official fiction mhm yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah i yeah that that that's a very very good point and it and it kind of it's scary to me uh you know and I'm sure it's scary to other people you know you feel very very uh, powerless to do anything you know.
2: Well, yeah, and, and it, 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 the, that's the problem. It's almost as if it's not that it's not the truth that matters. It's your ability to coerce the truth. Well, you know, it's like you know, you're not going to tell the truth unless I, you know, put my hands around your neck and squeeze until the truth is the only thing that comes out. Yeah. I don't
0: know, so, Yeah, you keep that. I. I I couldn't hear
2: Dale. Okay. Dale. I'm here. I quit what you said. No, I was agreeing. That's it's that's basically how you got you have to do it. You have to strangle them until everything comes out and then the truth comes out. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's when it's it's only when the it's when the when they feel that the truth serves their purpose. Right. Yeah. Exactly whether it's a matter of survival uh or what have you uh but to just tell the truth just you know randomly for no reason it's not going to happen no no it's not going to happen uh and uh but you know for the time being it it has to be good enough for them to know that we know that they're full of it right
0: I, I think there I think that it's, that it is having an impact. I, I think it is. I don't know about anybody else, but I mean, you know, you see people are pushing back. People are pushing back and people are not standing for it as much. You know, my generation, my you were talking about your parents being in college in the sixties. My parents were about that same age in okay. college age around them. And uh they were brought up to believe in just anything. If the government tells you then it's right, if your doctor tells you it's right, don't question authority that type of thing, but but our generation from the 60s, perhaps a little later on, you know, born in the 60s, I mean, you know, we got a little bit, we want to
2: know, you know, we want to, we don't want to be a a lie to, we don't want to be duped. Well, that's because we, you know, after, look, that that happened because when they came out with the Warren Commission and the lone gunman theory,
1: everybody
2: knew that that was a lie. Well, Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. so we began to see, well, these people will just tell us anything. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, what happens? We got Watergate. Another just, case.
0: Yeah, it's like it all kind of the house of cards
2: tumbled after that. And then, of course, the thing of Vietnam, well, you know, oh, well, you know peace with honor and all that kind of nonsense. Right. Uh and, uh, you know, we're not, we're not withdrawing. It's just an orderly redeployment
1: <laughs>
2: and all of this kind of thing. And, and, uh, and like I said, it kind of trickles up into, remember we had Iran-Contra? And this is what kills me. You have people who were involved in Watergate like G. Gordon Liddy. Right. And you have guys who were involved in Iran-Contra like Oliver North. Mm-hmm. And these guys, ostensibly are criminals, hmm. but they're icons of their political movement mhm i mean and they have yeah, and, and they have this a... cachet they have this cachet and celebrity and they and they and they do their thing with impunity yeah,
1: that's yeah.
2: Good... exactly and so it it's just it's amazing to me, and you know we we you know, and this kind of i guess kind of gets up to the The present day, I I think that you know this is why we have this madness now, this kind of, you know this this kind of uh, bizarro world, where, you know, a a guy like Donald Trump can can try to run for the presidency and and uh, and have it be taken seriously by some people. You know we. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's, seriously. I mean, that's the you know, we live in this world where it's like, did you ever think that you would live in a world where there were people who actually believe that the president of the United States is a foreigner? Well, yeah, because
0: I've seen what's happened from 1963 to now. You know, I've, I've not only learned history in school, but I've but I've but I've watched what's happened. I, I see the politicians lying to me. I've seen him, you know, getting away with, with murder. Literally, quite literally. Literally. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I pretty much believe in anything at this point. Yeah. No, I, I, think, just, that I think that there's... That, I think that the whole political arena and, and the whole... It's just like a circus. It's like a circus. And I'm not... You know, I'm not talking one party or another. I'm talking all of them.
2: No, no. No, it's not it's not a party thing, I don't think. I I, I think that it's a... I think it's like... How can I as a politician identify the biggest and most rabid demographic of crazies that I can appeal to? Yeah. <laughs> and and it's wow. it's just like a f it's just like a farmer. How do you get good ham? You gotta feed the pigs, you gotta feed the pigs, right? Yep. And uh and that's what they do. They just they they, 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 they stake out their target audience. And they just throw candy at them. Trick or treat. They just throw candy at them.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: well, every single one of them does it. Yeah, yeah, and the and the ones that do it the best succeed politically, right? And then they're in office until they do something that's so egregious, you want to kick them out, right? And so there's just yeah. kind of it's this kind of game, it's kind of circular game, you know. You, you, I, I, yeah, I am of the belief that we don't kick anyone out and we do not
0: put anyone in. I am of the belief that either A, money, they, it's just, it's within themselves. That's how uh, uh, jaded I've become. I don't, You know, I vote and I listen to the issues and all that, but I honest to God believe that we have very little say. We have very little say. I think popularity plays a part in it, you know, because they can get blacklisted and whatever, But, you know, I think it's an honest thing to say to President Obama, show us your birth certificate. I think it's a a, a perfectly legitimate request if we we want to go there, which I don't mind going there. But, you know, as far as Donald Trump or anything, I think that anyone in this country should have, you know, the right to be able to run. But, you know, we, we should have the right as a people to be able to have more of a voice and to be able to use our voices
2: right, you know I heard you um I heard you talking about the uh the thing in North carolina right, uh which was very interesting and, and uh kind of how they're trying to almost <clears throat> have this outlaw medicine that's what they're doing uh, exactly and um it's funny because you know the only way you know the only way that you can turn that around is when the holistic the holistic Health community has the same amount of lobbying money
1: as there the AMA.
2: Go. There you go. Now, it doesn't matter. And I was thinking, as you were talking about it earlier, I said, you know, it doesn't matter how many letters you write, it doesn't matter how many phone calls you make, until you can pay those guys the same amount or more than the AMA is paying them. Talk about. You're not going to. They're going to vote you down. Because you 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 can't expect them to cast a vote that's going to take money out of their pockets.
0: Oh God forbid! And that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's where I am yeah. right now. And I think, you know, I think to myself, you know, you have people who who I admire, who have been in office or historically, and then they're taken away. And you, you know, what do we do? Where do we go from here? You know, you, you feel like everybody that. That comes in front of you is just lying You know, after a while you just become so You know, you think Gee, let's go to the doctor
2: and, and uh, Say that the, well, the I, makes think that, better. I think that um, I think that there's I, I think that, you know, one of the You know what's more dangerous than Lies And, you know, people really have to People have to keep themselves from going unhinged You know, when you mix lies with the truth That's a more powerful attack And, I, and here's what I mean
0: I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You
2: can, you can program people, and you can lie to people and lie and lie and lie. And, of course, what happens is they become jaded, right? Mm-hmm. And you can actually fix it so that, okay, from here on out, they're not going to believe anything. Okay? Right. So, and it's, this is all part of the strategy. So, even if you drop in something that's true, what you have done is you have created, not only have you created uh, jaded people, but you have created factionalism where, okay, well these people over here are crazy because they believe this, or these people over here are crazy because they believe that and don't believe this, and these people over here believe this and that, but not this, you see what I'm saying? And And you have this factionalism and everybody thinks that their theory is Valid, uh, and they probably they become so jaded they would know the truth if they heard it. And that's where okay. we are, I think. Now that's where we are, because you know I can come out, you know if I'm so if I'm politician X, I can come out and I can tell you something that's one hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. But you've been lied to so many times, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. Exactly,
0: it ruins it for everybody.
2: Right, and so it's very precarious right now uh, because uh, you know we, we we we're cynical, and rightfully so. But uh, what I want to say is, I don't want us to get to the point where we're not even listening. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people are to that point, though, Doctor Lester. You no, know, I know, I know. I know I know I mean and, it, and it's and it, but it manifests itself in, in, in all of these different ways and and mm-hmm. um you know I, I still I still believe uh uh that uh it's a it's a great country I think it's the best system in the world I mean it's not oh, perfect yeah. but it's the best system uh and um uh but you know we have to uh, keep ourselves informed and uh you know there's a difference between uh, using your uh, using discretion and you know the power of analytical thinking and just taking wild flights of fancy, um, and uh, you know so I, I it's a crazy time right now. It's not unlike the nineteen sixties
1: yeah. in
2: terms of the of the uh, public discontent. Mm.
0: So let me ask you, where do we go from here? What would be your advice to everyone, um, you know, just from being a historian and author? What would be your advice or some of your advice?
2: I think that uh, I th- it's very difficult because of technology, and it's very hard to slow down. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to slow down because because of technology, anybody... Can say anything and have a following and get something out there, and it's very hard. And you know, I think that uh, 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 this is going to sound unkind. All right, you can this, say is, what you're... this is going to sound unkind, but I, I, I heard uh, I, it was either I don't know was, was it either is it uh, who's the guy who does the uh, the Daily Show? Is it John Stewart? John uh, Stewart. Stewart yeah. well, John Stewart, or it was either him or Bill Maher, but I, they were talking to someone, and they got asked a similar question. Well, what do we do? You know, how do we you know, proceed, whatever? And he said, I don't know what we're going to do because we have too many stupid people. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I, I laughed. just I snickered just like that. And then I thought for a moment, you know what?
1: That's oh, not right. very
2: that's not a very nice thing to say, but you know what? I've seen a lot and I've heard a lot. And I'm not sure that he's wrong. And you know, we're all citizens and we all have the right to vote, we all have the right to speak our peace, you know, yada yada yada. But the right. fact is we there's too many of us are not smart enough to make informed decisions. Hmm. And I think that it's going to be a rough ride. It's going to yeah. be a rough ride. Uh and uh, because in some in some corners the monkeys are running the zoo. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with both those. There are,
0: I I he, heard that somewhere the clowns are running the circus, but
2: you know, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> whichever,
0: whichever suits you. But yeah, that that's uh, yeah, but you know. William Lester, I I think you're a wonderful guest. We're we're getting running out of time. Dr. Lester's uh, website, um, www.instituteofmetaphysics.com. Yes. And you are the host of Shadowland Radio Show. And what's the Yester Groove? It sounds like something I would like.
2: Yester Groove is a uh, music show uh, tomorrow night, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. And basically, it is uh fifties sixties and seventies pop rock jazz and r and b i would like it definitely oh so, like i mean it. it's just yeah and it's it's so you know it's at game con radio seven o'clock eastern tomorrow night and uh uh if you're if you appreciate those eras of music, it's for you, and i like
0: the hair from them too That was an-
2: unauthorized um <laughs> uh- <laughs> photography uh, I did not authorize it. I merely, I merely uh, tolerate it for entertainment <laughs> purposes. There you go. And, and to buy
0: the book, which I highly recommend, because it's good to think. You know, it's good to think. And it certainly, uh, you know, you, we can't think of what could happen. We have to think of where we can go and what we can do. Uh,
2: www.jfkennedy, uh, and
0: www.jfkennedybook.com. That's, that's the
2: only way you can get it autographed, because it is on Amazon, uh yeah. but you know, people tend to want an ha- a uh, autograph, so Right. You gotta get it autographed. Yeah. Gotta, gotta, get,
1: gotta and it.
0: Not get it. Autographed. Would you would you be be willing to would you come back and talk with us again?
2: Absolutely. It would be great. Absolutely I, I, really so. great. I I've got a I got a million questions for another show, but that'd be great. That's fun. I mean anything, you know, politics, history, paranormal uh you know, we, we I'd love to, you could have a UFO conversation. Any kind of conversation would be great. Well, even if we don't agree, because it's okay if we don't agree. You know, remember Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, great friends, mutual mm-hmm. respect, diametrically opposed politically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But they were great statesmen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I I I don't know about that, but yeah, they were, but they were, it was in the new, it was in the beginning.
2: Well, they just man. had a they dis- had a disagreement, you know. Adams believed in having a strong federal government, central control, strong military, etc. And uh, Jefferson was, you know, power to the states, right? More of an agrarian society, let the states decide, and, and so they argued over that all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's you know, there there's only some there's only so much we can do. You know, there's only so much we can do and we can't we can't get everybody you know, I don't want to get everybody up in a fervor or anything like that. We can only do as much as we can we have to respect as much as we can respect the people who are in office now because we're not in their position.
2: We're not in their shoes. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree. You know, it's 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 a job I wouldn't want. God uh, never. Never in a million years. I wouldn't want I wouldn't I wouldn't want I I think if I think if Barack Obama I think if tomorrow he could wave his hand and make money fall out of the sky, I think people. I think there are people who would who would who would who would think it was a communist plot. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, there's a people think whatever they're going to think. People are angry right now. People are scared from nine eleven. I mean, that's mm-hmm. still scaring me, you know. And and all this with it, it's just people are very scared right now. I think that's that's what it is. And when people are scared, they get a little bit. You know, upset.
2: <laughs> well, I, I agree. I, I I agree that fear is our own worst enemy. And uh, again, history shows what fear can do. Look at how the German people were whipped up in 1930. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, what? They they were afraid. And when you're afraid, you'll you'll sign off on anything. Mm. So yeah. We've that, so, got to be mindful.
0: That's a, good, that's a good. That's good. Good point. We have to be mindful, yeah.
1: and uh,
2: very, very. Just take bre- breathing. Just have to breathe. Yeah. You know. Let us not. Let us not set the course of our future actions based solely on our fear. Right.
0: That's very good. I, I. I. You should write that down and put that somewhere because that's you probably already have. That's very, very good.
1: Hmm. So um, I mean, it
0: makes me want to run for office.
1: <laughs> no, 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 yeah,
2: never gonna happen. Never would
0: happen. I, I'm too mouthy. Never get in.
2: No, never no. Because in. as soon as somebody asks me about something I did in the eighth grade, and I tell them I don't remember, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's obviously covering up, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, I
0: think it's, uh, yeah. That's kind of ridiculous the way people look at certain things, though. You
1: know. But,
0: um, Dr. Lester, it's a pleasure, and I, I I really do encourage everyone to go and, and buy this book. Just go buy it, um, com and listen to that show. I have to go listen to Yester Groot, because that's just going to be something that I will like, at gameconradio.com, um, and the Shadowland Radio Show. And we are definitely going to get together soon. Again where we can uh, have this discussion and, and get into some little more twists and turns of it. Thank you so much oh, for my it. guest. Thank, thank you for having me. And thank, thank you. you so much to everyone who listened. And uh, take care and have a great Saturday night, and God bless. Good night, Dale. Good night, Dr. Lester. Good night.
2: Chris. Good night, Doc. Thank you. <coughs>